Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a man who has taken the world of comedy and showbiz gossip by storm, Russell Brand. Online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM, Russell Brand on Radio 2. It's very busy, you're all right. It's lovely to see you all. Steady yourself. There will be opportunities for devil worship, but we must remain calm. So remember what the main thing today is, is about a lot of us doing little things. We only have to make small changes to get a big result, okay? The main message we have to get across today is you know them people what go, oh, global warming, it's a good thing, it'll be much hotter. It isn't a good thing because we won't have no Antarctica nor polar ice caps and polar bears will wander into London and they'll want our jobs and our women folk. Like, remember when that whale come up the Thames? That were horrible. And what did we do? Killed him for his blubber and crucified him. God bless that whale. He might come back, you know. Let's try and encourage him. Also, what's important is don't think that global warming sounds like a nice thing. It isn't a nice thing to have global warming, right? Because, like, Hurricane Dolly, that sounded like a nice thing. But if it came into your house, it would ruin it, wouldn't it? Care in the community as well sounds like a vaguely nice thing. But if you live next door to someone from Care in the community, they will have sex with your wheelie bin, I've discovered, and damage your garden exponentially. It's not a good thing. So let's enjoy this lovely afternoon and remember what's behind it. It's an opportunity for all of us to demonstrate we care about something important, not just our physical appearances. No matter how complicated and brilliant our haircuts may be, there are more important things and we can, en masse, implement a change. You're listening to The Russell Brand Show. We are live from like a little hut thing backstage at Wembley. <laughs> so it's just like a big car parky bit, like the bit at the back. You don't really get the glamour, the glitz, the trutzpah of the Wembley experience. I've been up on stage doing like some hosting and everything. I've got a migraine. I get migraine. Do you ever get a migraine? Matt gets migraine, don't you, mate? Well, I haven't had them for years, but I remember the blindness. Oh, the... the blindness. Like, the problem with this migraine is stage one is you're all blind. And I had to read, like, there's meant to be auto cue for me to read, like, some jokes me and Matt wrote earlier in the day. Couldn't read those. It were a right nuisance. Matt Morgan is, of course, here. He's in charge of the desk. Um, earlier in, so, earlier in this show, you've played out me doing my intro. Have yeah, you, that was the opening link. Very Funny. good. Yeah, I didn't yeah. notice that you were blind. No, well, I was blind throughout all of that. Mr G, our poet laureate's here. He's on mic because we're all out... You know, so we're bringing poets in because we don't know what's <laughs> going to happen before. Get a poet! We're out of our depth! You all right, G? Yeah, it's cramped in here, though. You better... Don't use that as an excuse to write rubbish poems. have got a text <laughs> message here from Soair, and Soair go... What? Soair? Well, look, it's a foreign name. S-O-H-E-R-E. So air, right? Dear Russ, Matt and G, I'm at actual live earth. Been a great day so far. Russell's been great, funny, with insightful comments. Oh, so air. Oh, even through the migraine, insightful I managed to get the comments. message. Yes, perhaps it was the one about revolution that I made that seemed to really move the people of Wembley. I go, let's go down, down the street, smash it up a bit. What's it like being out there in front of the people? Just like looking through a smashed-in brain of migraine <laughs> into a sea of people. Like, I couldn't really sort of tell very much what was going on. And, you know, when we was at the side of the stage watching Metallica, Matt, you can see that they're yeah. not constantly engaged with the idea of doing it, because otherwise they'd, they'd they look be too other, much. They deal with each other, don't they? They don't, like, look yeah. at them. 
Yeah, that must be terrifying. Must be, mustn't it? Well, mind you, I just You're, done it. Yeah. It ain't. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. What me and Matt liked, right, everyone, is Metallica's babies were backstage wearing little headphones to protect their little brain boxes, weren't oh, they? so cute. But there was one bit when the bass got heavy, or maybe it was the drum, I couldn't tell because of my migraine, but there was a bit where it got really heavy and the baby sensed hello and it wanted to go. Yeah. So it had to take the baby away. That must be the worst thing to happen when you've got a migraine. Hello, let's watch Metallica yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, Did you want to nick the headphones off the baby? Yeah. Give me those baby headphones. You slot, you can cry up death for all I care. You're billionaires. <laughs> You're billionaire babies. No one knows if a baby's deaf or not anyway. Sorry, remember yes, I've got my brain. They click around its head like that. They click around its head, what, like beatniks? Hey, bop, 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 <laughs> hey, you little baby guy. Then um, I had to introduce old Boris Becker on the stage and like we'd had a joke that was like taking a mickey a little bit about that occasion when he uh, got done some how's your father in the cupboard right and i goes oh yeah mate i've got this joke where it's about you doing how's your father in the cupboard you're the only man to come out of a closet more like come out of a closet more heterosexual than when you went in i goes is that right he goes yeah not really <laughs> <laughs> and then i goes oh, i won't do it then and like you know doing it on the radio i'm saying because he goes oh remember i've got a child from that liaison and she's old enough to understand stuff like that now and i went oh sorry mate yeah, yeah but yeah, but, yeah, but, please, let's do it, Granddad. Um, <laughs> but he seemed sort of quite nice He looked also, quite cool, actually, didn't he? He was quite cool, and intense. There's a lot of intense people milling yeah, about, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. It's all these famous people. Chris Rock was there backstage. He's really nice, isn't he? Friendly, Chris Rock. He was going, go on, man! Like that, before yeah. I went on, tried to inspire me, but I, just was a, I was just a man with a migraine, thinking, right, just carry on with life. Shame, really, because you want to enjoy these sort of experiences, not go through it with a blinding headache. What did Ricky Gervais say? I heard you say to him, I've got a migraine. It's really weird, actually, because, like, migraine, if people ain't got, don't oh, get migraine... Oh, people go, I've got a migraine, it's just a headache. It's not the same as headache, because there's the blind bit, then there's the bit where you see electricity tumbling from the sky, like little flashing things, then a terrible, painful headache. I'm just at the brink of the terrible, painful headache, but mm. as I know that people ain't interested i won't go on and on and on but what and did your face say i was interested too i goes oh i've got this i've got this i've got this migraine he's just sort of you know like when you sort of said something to someone there's nowhere really to go what can he say yeah. just went, oh uh, okay <laughs> i was just like oh, right. i thought he was telling you some sort of he did have a technique old wives technique no he never had no techniques i just had to you know just absorb up the old pain of the migraine yeah what else has been happening since we've been here it's i been had a photo taken with Kirk Hammett from Yeah, Metallica. I couldn't tell who he was. I thought it was Carlos Santana. I just thought he looks like he'd be good at guitar, that bloke. And he's got nice, long, stringy hair. Probably Carlos Santana. But, you know, but yeah, it weren't, was it? It was your mate who you yeah. like. Oh, it's been ever so exciting. So stay with us over the course of the show. We'll be playing, like, loads of uh, live music, won't we? Because I have got to run from doing this show, dash on stage and intro things. But I've got, like, a little rocket jetpack thing, and I? And I'm going to no. be... Uh, it's like a jetpack. It was pack. a lie we told you to make you do this. <laughs> oh, right. Well, if there's no jetpack, I'm not doing it. Right, I've got this little. It's like a jetpack. I have to. I can get. Fo I get followed around, and I can speak at any time, being on radio, can't I? That's brilliant. Till I go right up onto the stage. At that point, you know, next thing I've got to do is introduce Beastie Boys. Don't watch it on telly. Stay listening to our show because I think it's probably better to listen to a man with a migraine and a couple of twerps. Can we hear your to watch the spectacular? Can we hear your sort of Boris Becker style chats with people before you go on? Don't tell them you're live on the oh, radio. That's a good idea. But what if they swear or something? Mm. Mm. Just say, look, I really hate swearing, okay, before so, I talk to you. Listen, I wouldn't mind a chin wag, Boris, but I sort of done those swears coming into it. So why don't you just zip it and let's have a bit of a chin wag? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. We could do that. It's been an interesting week all round. What was them things? I know there's some things over the course of this week, Matt. I was thinking he'll bring that up on the radio. Well, yeah. no, there's a few things. Go um, on in. 
What about that lady <laughs> when we were in Houston? This old, this sort of oldish lady. Oh yeah. Pointed at Russell and went, "Richard Branson, you're Richard Branson." We just laughed and walked off. She went, "Richard, come back here, Branson, Branson, Richard Branson, come here." Because I'm here. not actually Richard Branson. Right, the people. The door's are, opened. The door has opened and people are beckoning me to go onto the stage at Wembley. So now I've got my special jetpack. I'm going to be doing a wonder. Why don't you go and mic me up so I can make the transition directly? Is that thing live? Right, so Mikey, one of the Scottish twerps who works here, has given me a microphone, so that should work now. Can you still hear me all nicely? Is that working? Right, good. Yeah, that's working. And I can put, like, I've now asked for very little headphones, because I don't want headphones on that are ruining me out. So I've got to go on the telly. So, all right, I'm coming. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. I can hear my own voice in my brain. Good okay, luck out Radio there, mate. 2 listeners, stay with us. And um, also, Duran Duran are coming in a bit later. That's and we're playing Duran Duran next. Oh, yeah, to yeah. build us up to Duran Duran. Yeah. Actual Duran Duran. Live from in. today. Brilliant. So we'll listen to Duran Duran. What now? Um, yes. Put Duran well, no. Duran Unless on now. Unless you want to talk. Well, I could try it. I'm just, let's, I'm uh, let's leave him there to talk. Can you hear me, Russell? Well, it's oh, horrible, no, we've actually. Lost <laughs> no, we haven't. The amount of noise in my brain is unbearable. Put Duran Duran on and we'll hook up again in a minute. Okay, it's, like. it's Duran Duran from earlier today. Bye! That was lovely, wasn't it? Shakira and James Blunt before that. Bless him, lovely James Blunt. Let's hear it again for him. There's still loads of really exciting things that are due to happen, right? But before we get involved in them, let me give you some more vital information. Remember, do that pledge so the government know we're serious. Then we're off to Downing Street, aren't we? Do a little riot, not a nasty one, not a violent one. Just sort of a light-hearted riot where we sort of strike people with daffodils. Nothing too aggressive, right? And we've got the Beastie Boys coming up. That's the next thing that's going to happen. Wait a second, because it's going to be extraordinarily exciting. I just want to give you this vital piece of information before they come up. That not all the ways of reducing carbon emissions are dead boring. We are now entitled to have baths together with people, even if we don't know them. Just clamber into bathrooms anywhere in the country, get right in the bath, and also to save money with, like, flushing lavvy, simply wee straight into that bath with a stranger. So, yeah, I've just run back after doing that link. I'm eating a banana, keep my spirits up. Got a few text messages here. We're live at Wembley, of course, coming from Live Earth, which I'm also hosting while doing this as well. It's all right, though, because mostly it's just bands doing, like, music, and there's guest presenters and stuff. Boris Becker turns up. I just see Dr. Who bowling around backstage. It's all right. What's his name? Uh, Dr. Who. <laughs> <laughs> right, I go to... It's good, right? Cause, like, uh, Did you call him Dr. Who? I, I just went, no, it's really good, because we sort of, as we crossed, we both went, Evening. <laughs> like, like two gentlemen two crossing. Two time lords. Yeah, like I reckon he knows I'm his next incarnation. This is from Midge. Sorry you got migraine. I know how grim that is. Get a first aider to give you a shot of Stematil to stop you throwing up. All right, I'd love that. Any chance to get some... Stematil? ...stinking drug thrown into me, I'll take it. I am driving a truck. Not me, of course. That'll be too much <laughs> pressure. I'm doing a radio show. I'm hosting the gig at Wembley. I'm not also going to drive a truck and sell macho chocolate bars. Why would the Yorkie, like, other chocolates are available? Why did Yorkie want to be so tough? Because I reckon they could corner a market for right. males eating chocolate. Right. Which is seen as a slightly feminine product. 
if you're the manly chocolate bar, then you know. Then you're corner in the market. market. Also, well, women aren't not are not going to sort of not buy it. Because they, they might think, do because it says no girls allowed, and as as a sign on it, it's not enforced. That's why I've got a brand new product, and it's called man tampons. Mampons. Do you want a tampon? But you're a bit embarrassed to buy girl ones. Get some of these lovely mampons. Just <laughs> clog yourself up anywhere you like. Put them in your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your back, of your legs, your bread them as rollers. Mampons. Mampons. <laughs> I am driving a truck, says Graham in rugby. He better not. Or if he's going to just be in rugby, he don't need the truck. Just walk around rugby, mate. Can you advise if this concert looks like a good advert for this planet or not? I think we may be being watched from afar. Well, Graham, I think if extraterrestrials are looking down on us, they might think we are self-congratulatory twits. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't think so. I think, you know, it's a good thing, isn't it, really, because it's raising awareness. I mean, what I think the main message is, is, like, each of us can do little things and that'll make a difference, and at the same time make the government aware that it's an issue that we're interested in. Now, as you know, if you're a regular listener to our lovely show, that I much more favour the old revolution, simply not voting for anything ever, and then waiting for the special moment when we've got enough delicious power, then kick it in the gates to Buckhouse and Parliament and the White House. We'll just storm in there, like just wearing really high shoes and just kick things Finish around. Your banana and settle down. <laughs> I just need a bit more nana. So what yeah. you got to do next? When's your next? Next link. Um, I think I, I don't know. I think I've got to introduce Time Lord David Tennant. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I've already said evening to him, so I've got a nice vibe. You shouldn't have told me to eat that banana, because now I've got banana in my gob. We've got some lovely emails here being passed by handsome Nick. Now, new aide on the show. Hi, Russell, Pete and Michelle from me Milton Keynes. Hi, Russell, Pete and Michelle from Milton Keynes. Hi, well, Russell. Pete and Michelle from Milton Keynes. Ah, right, I see. There's a comma there. Because I thought, hold on, who, who are these? I am still struggling it's with punctuation. Like, why? I'm absolutely oblivious to punctuation. I saw a colon earlier. I didn't know where to look. Um, like, Pete and Michelle, I thought for a moment, were meant to be close friends of ours, and my <laughs> migraine had erased it. Oh, my God. Did, were they on holiday with us in Clacton? They're pseudonyms that me and G use sometimes. <laughs> Peter Michelle when to justify your love life. Oh, we're Pete Michelle. If you hear any <laughs> screaming, please don't come to the room. Oh my God, what have they done in here? It's like Oscar Wilde's sweet. We think, say Pete and Michelle, would you consider being the next Doctor Who? We think you would make a great Doctor. I think the skills you would gain for being a Doctor could help with the revolution. Also, we need more sexy Doctors. Would you like us? Who would you like as your assistant? How you about Matt doctor, in his right? kitchen towel? Oh, you can. can. You can be. I, I can. can. Look, how about Matt in his kitchen towel outfit? Because we all know that Matt looks a lot like that campaign for bounty kitchen towels where big butch men dress up as women. P.S. Oh, will you be doing book signings in Milton Keynes when your new bookie book comes out in October? Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Would you I like to, to be pronounced? Would what? you like to do the Doctor Who? Yeah, gig? I'd like to do it. Yeah, I'd be more well, the Tom Baker one. Naughty private life. What about been, it? Well, it's been all over the paper. You can't have Doctor Who doing that. Yeah, what, what about if I was Doctor Fwit Fwu? And I was got up to all sorts of monkey business. Doctor Who's next. <laughs> Who the hell's that leaving that laboratory? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be it because you can dress all eccentric. I'd be a Tom Baker style one. You'd be <gasps> good. I could do it, couldn't it's I? It's not Tom Baker. Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm Tom Baker. <laughs> That's how we went. Yeah, um, and mm, I don't know if I'd have Matt as my assistant because I think you'd get a nice dolly bird in, wouldn't you? Who would you get? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right. My you tireless work in the bounty adverts. That's true. Mind you, yeah, you are pretty feminine now that I think about it. No, v you, need, you need a woman there. Yeah. 
Mm, yeah, you do. You need a bit of... Need something for the lads, don't you? Need a bit of crumpet, don't you? For the lads, right? I reckon we get Camilla Parker Bowles dressed up all in PVC with a little window where her bum is. <laughs> we'll leap through time. Remember, I've got a migraine, everyone, so don't judge me if I'm saying things that are unusual. Right, um... Also, remember, you've got to help me think of a name for my bookie work because the publication date is drawing ever closer. Oh, I thought they'd had to settle on that because it was getting too late. People are still trying to get me to call it things like, oh, to my shame and all different things. I'm going, no, nah. bookie work, bookie Just work. Just have big picture of you, big name, Russell Brand, and then my bookie work in little letters. Just little letters, yeah, my bookie work. If anyone can think of a better name, not a pun on the word brand, though, because I don't think we want to do that. It is that the sort of thing they've been coming up with? A lot of puns on the name brand, yeah. Brand new experience, brand new heavy, branded... You know, Brand new heaven. Oh, I don't God. think anyone suggested that. That just came to my head just then. So, um, yeah, let us know about that. Also, if you are in the Merseyside region, come and see me tomorrow because we're having a revolutionary meeting stroke gig at 8.20 at, where is it, the Aintree Pavilion. Go on my website, buy tickets and come because I've, I just found out some tickets left and it makes me feel depressed if uh, venues aren't full. Like, even being here at Wembley, right, I see an empty seat earlier. I thought, I'm not going out. You know, I mean, I know that. You know, I know this event's not just How about me. What, really? Hmm? Yeah, I don't like it if there's not tickets sold. Makes what me feel what sort of percentage? That's only a small percentage, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's a tiny percentage. It's about 100 seats left, and it's like a 4,200-seat venue. But we've got to sell them tickets. That's the important thing. Yeah, this is from Joe Foster. Hello, Russell. I was watching the film V for Vendetta the other day and came across this quote. Thought you may like it. It's one of your slogans for the revolution. <laughs> a revolution without dancing is a revolution not worth having. That's from Joe Foster. Well, the thing is, Joe, I'm really rubbish at dancing, so for me, the opposite is true. A revolution with dancing will be a revolution that's a little bit embarrassing. But, I mean, you know, I'm up for a bit of dancing in the revolution, maybe in the street. Would you like there to be some dancing, Mafu? Um, well, after, but I don't think it should be used to bring yeah. down the government. That's true, because we won't be focused. If there's people just doing jitterbugs up and down like Pall Mall... Like musical, trying yeah. to overthrow the government with dance. Yeah, yeah. Wiggling their little tushies in Gordon Brown's oh. face. Well, I was listen, mate. I'm a passionate man. I will say tushies. So, yeah, there will be dancing immediately after the revolution. Not during it, though. This is the Russell Brown Show. We're live at Wembley, as well as doing this lovely radio show, Stroke Podcast, for you. I'm also doing some hosting. Next time, it's up there to introduce Time Lord David Tennant. We've got to go quite soon. What's he going to do up there? Sing? I don't know. I hope he gyrates and that. I hope he just goes, ooh. And then does sort of like a naked balloon dance while making that noise. That would be good if he could do that. In fact, he could use healing balloons and that could make his voice high enough to get the... And then he could just like hold the balloon in front of his ghoulies. I think you should discuss this with him. I will do. Just go up to... I think... Why don't you, right? Because you've got that mic. Mm. Go up to him and go, Could you pull any strings? I'd like to have your job when you leave. Yeah, when you quit. Come on, mate. Go no. on, do that, because we can on, hear it here. Go. Don't tell him he's on the radio. Don't like, tell him, but that's yeah. wrong, isn't it? Oh, I just go to him. Um, We're on radio. Right, David, just say quickly. Radio. You're on radio. What did you just say? I said, can I be new Doctor Who, please, big boobs? <laughs> 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 this is from Hope. Dear Russell, Matt, G and everyone. <laughs> Loving your work, boys. I'm at a loose end tonight because my friend Zoe can't come out anymore. Zoe, why do you betray Hope? Why do you betray her? Therefore, I'm proposing that we hit the town tonight after the live Earth gig. I live in Harrow. 
which is just down the road from Wembley. So Russell's car, I know he's chauffeur-driven everywhere. I'm not. I struggle, man. I struggle every day. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Since he started to care about the planet, he's been on his bike. Yep. I care about this planet, guys. We better do something, because let me tell you, I am sick to the eye teeth of these polo bears <laughs> coming in here, grabby and dirty, popping in my office. You could come and pick me up from Harrow. What do you think? I'm a singer and a singing tutor. So can I be yours, Russell? Oh, Hope. Perhaps you've not heard my brilliant ballad, When I'm 64, which makes it plainly evident that no tutoring why, is required. Why are you not doing that out there? Why would they didn't they right. ask? Why on earth did the, the organisers of the Live Earth event pass up an opportunity to get perhaps one of the best and most sensitive <laughs> balladeers? I can see the video, actually. You should do yeah. it, Parv. Uh, like, just you on an iceberg crying. Yeah, me, yeah. When I'm 16, <laughs> me. Just polar bears soaring <laughs> off the ice into the sea in the background. <laughs> And then, yeah, with the polo bears, this is going to be ace. We've I'm going to go. I'm just going gonna... <laughs> Oh, bloody heck, don't you so much hairsprays. Yeah, come on, take it seriously. We've all got to do a little bit, you know. I'm just mucking around. <laughs> anyway, Hope says, I'm not a weirdo, I'm quite lovely. Then she includes her phone number. Well, send us a picture, please, Hope, and we will, like the, su the superficial idiots we are, <laughs> we'll make a decision based on what she look like. No, we won't. We like interesting people, but do send a picture anyway, just in case we go all superficial, because we're working so hard. This is another email. It's from Hayley. I do hope that you will be wavering the possibility of saving time by the use of a private jet to travel north on your impending trip to glorious Liverpool. Nope, I'm going up there, actually, just like I'm, I'm going to run on a barrel, like, you know, like how people do when they go over Niagara Falls. I'm doing that. You should know only too well now that the onus is on you to travel via an ecologically sound method of transport, such as a bicycle for tomorrow evening's Aintree show, lest Mother Earth will suffer ungodly consequences because of your selfishness. Now, Russell, uh, yeah, well, look, this person says she's going to come. Because I did send out a MySpace message, even though you, Matt, have told me that MySpace messages now, you're not supposed to do it, are you? It's old-fashioned. No, I didn't say that. What is it, then? I think the kids are on Facebook. I'm the not kids on are on Facebook. You're right, well, I well, think there's a few fake ones of you on there. Yeah, well, I'll let them fake doppelganger me's just carry out my life on yeah, Facebook. they're doing quite well out of it, I think. They're probably doing all right, yeah. aren't they? They're doing better now. I bet they don't have to put up with these blinding headaches. Well, I put out a MySpace message encouraging people to come to my Liverpool gig. I goes, if you're poor, still come anyway, because I'll smuggle you in through a toilet window. I goes, but you've got to prove you're poor by either showing me that you've got, like, you know, uh, bed sores somewhere on your body... <laughs> like Grandpa Joe out of Charlie Chocolate Factory would have probably had, but they never covered that in the film, did they? Or you could show me your book of government, book stamp, uh, food stamps, or uh, alternatively, you could simply show a photograph of yourself on a rubbish childhood holiday in a place such as real Is this the length you've gone to to fill empty seats? That's right, Beg mate. poor people to come down and show you their the sores. Poor. I've said, get the poor and the their sores, Danny. He's got to go and do Doors the scary open. thing. It's a bit of scary Wembley for all of us. We're coming from Wembley and with my mate, Matt Morgan. You're right, mate. Yeah. Gee, you're my mate and you're a poet and all. Yeah. <laughs> we were listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers there. The first one was called, by the way, the second one was called Danny California. That's what we were just listening you know to that, then. don't you? I know all these things about those guys because I really like them. So, uh, the piss... Uh, p mm, what? Mm, hello. <laughs> Pussycat Dolls are on stage now. I've got a migraine. Come on, give me a break. Pussycat Dolls, they're a good-looking bunch of girls, aren't they? I'm more into the music. Uh, yeah, well, that's obviously what defines them. But other than the old records they do out there, gobs, they're all pretty attractive. What's your favourite? I don't know, really. It'd probably be the one that was less aggro to trick into sex. 
<laughs> would be the one I'd probably the go for. The most insecure one. Which is, oh, who's find her? Who's the most insecure? There's a few little tests I like to do. You simply fix the mustache and hello. I like them girls, them pussycat dolls. Anyway, the, one of them waved at me, but I can't remember which one it is because yeah, they're one of them, I think fancies you because you waved, but I can't remember. It's a dark haired one. They asked me to be in a video. The dark haired ones are the ones I fancy most. The, and the, they were in. Uh, they asked me to be in a video once, a little while ago. I got a really? message saying, Do you want to be in a video? What did you do? Goes, nah. Thanks. It's Pussy right. cat doll, what's that? A children's teleprogram? Pussy no. cat dolls, what's that? Like bag puss, I suppose. Is it all right? Who am I? I'll be if I could be the Professor Snaffle. I liked him. He was all right. What was he called, Professor? Professor Yaffle. Yaffle. I liked him. Yeah, he was cool, that guy. Yeah, actually, they're all all right. I mean, if someone. Yeah, no, let's not go on about it, but I wouldn't mind going out of any of them, to tell you the truth. Why I get you bogged down sad, in, in bureaucracy? It sounds bad, does it? Yeah, well, no, it sounds sad to say, I love any of them. I love any. I mean, if you've got a pussycat doll spur, I'll just. I mean, I'm not. Fussy. Are they American or English? I think they're Americans, Mafu. So, uh, here's a few messages. Russ, you should call your book Russell Brand's site, and if anything, love the show, Eat Oats to Ease a Migraine, from Caroline and Lindsay. Caroline and Lindsay. That's an idea. I've got no bleed notes. If I had a note, I'd stuff it down my gob soon as look at it. Yeah. There's uh, another message here, a suggestion for the book title from someone anonymous. Russell, book title idea. Who needs free love in an affluent society? Quite intelligent, actually. But, Too uh, long. We... Won't go down well at Tesco's. Uh, the Tesco's crowd, other supermarkets are available. Um, lots of love, says Sam in Chester, but before that he starts going on like this. Hi, Russ and fellows. I'm travelling with my friend Caroline to Liverpool. Uh, tomorrow to see you doing stand-up. I'm continuing with you concerned about your tiredness for said gig. I hope you're not wearing yourself out and doing too much. This email is purely out of concern and also to preempt a proposal of marriage from Caroline in your direction tomorrow as she's in love with you. Thanks for hosting live. Uh, otherwise, the time in between singing would have been dull. Thank you very much, Sam. That's lovely of you. I will be tired and you should probably know that I'm so tired that I think that I probably will only live a couple more years. Here's another email. Uh, this is from Chris. He reckons he's in Cornwall, but I was down Cornwall the other day. I never saw no one call Chris. I did pretty bloody good inquiries as well. I asked almost everyone I met. He says, I've got Live Earth on TV now, on a live feed over the internet, and on radio too. It's doing my nutting. I can't imagine how bad it must be for you with a migraine as well. Loving the show, though. Persevere, I say, says Chrissy in it Cornwall. It is mad, isn't it? We've got... Mm, a lot of pressure. So, so many wires. So many wires everywhere. All these wires, all these bits and bobs, all these switches. I mean, I tell you the truth, actually, I'm glad we're doing this because if when I wasn't on stage, I'd just be thinking about my migraine and whether yeah. or not I could go out of a pussycat doll. Uh, you know, and I'd just spend my time <laughs> thinking about that through a big cloud of headache. I'd rather just be here talking to, you know, people I love, by which I mean the people in this room and the people listening to this show. It's not, not a selective love, more the universal yeah. love that's in all of our arts. Doctor Who, did you approach him? I couldn't. He seemed quite, um... <clears throat> aloof, but that might have been because he was the top of a staircase and I was the bottom of one. It might have been simple sort of geography, to tell yes, you the truth. that does give the impression thought, of aloof. who's he think he is? Up there, so tall. Looking down on me. With these stair shoes on. Look at him, he's got that sort of staggered ladder leading up to him. <laughs> oh, Lord almighty, up there on high. Little on the inside, big on the outside. Call that telly, I don't know what you mean. Hey, says Lewis. <laughs> How about I'm loving this migraine? <laughs> this migraine's given me access to a whole new area of brilliance inside my brain. Um, hi there. How about Russell Brand Manvestite? Says Lewis. Manvestite. Hmm. 
Interesting. Lewis! I think one of the pussycat dolls is a man vestite. Oh, which one? Not that that Red would hair. help with a decision. That's one of the nicer ones. Do you think? I mean, yeah, she is a bit, you know, I see what you're saying, but nonetheless, they've certainly got a lot of energy, haven't they? Lot of energy. Certainly. Yeah. Lovely girls. <laughs> a lot of them. I, I wish them all the best, I must say. What about it? Hmm? Another text message here. Uh, hey Russ, how's it going? My title suggestion says Paul in Paul. That's confusing. He's from the place Paul, Paul and he's pool. called Paul. Paul that shows up our um, bad diction. Pule. Paul. 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 Paul in Pule. No. Paul in Pule. <laughs> His suggestion for the bookie book is uh, the poor playboy. Not bad. The poor playboy. Oh, look at you playing your little violin. I've never had no money. As a boy, but I got plenty of honey. <laughs> <laughs> I just used buttons to buy things. I'd go down the news agents just with some buttons and a fistful of hope. Here's a message from Jack in Wigan. Hey, Russell, Mikey, Matt, G. What are you putting Mikey so high on the list for? I'll rearrange that myself. Hey, Russell, Matt, G. Nick, Her Majesty the Queen of England, <laughs> Princess Di, Queen of Hearts, everyone at Wembley, and finally, that devious, sexually aggressive, Scottish pervert, Mikey. I've come up with a possible title for your bookie book. Why not call it Men's Needs? Here's the reason <laughs> behind this. You're a mannish man who obviously is a hit with women. A mannish man? Yeah, it's what he says, mannish man. Take out with Jack from Wigan, Matt. You know, hey, you don't get against semantics. With me, because Jack from Wigan. Jack you from don't Wigan seem very mannish with your little protestations, your wobbly little haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Jack from Wigan. <laughs> my wobbly haircut sits on top of my That's masculinity. The book, book title. My wobbly, wobbly haircut. My wobbly haircut by Russell Brand. Not bad. But hold on, let's see what um, Jack from Wigan's on about. Here is the reasoning behind this. You're a mannish man who's obviously hit with the women. Remember, Shagger of the Year, 2006, and vegetarians, sexist, no, <laughs> sexist vegetarians. That would have been a more Appropriate award. All right, darling, give us a bit of veggie agis. <laughs> sexiest vegetarian, 2007. And when I imagine you, I see you needing what men need. For example, wet flannels and Sky Plus. Other things are available. Wet flannels. Do I don't need a wet flannel. I don't like it when put, people put flannels in the bath because it feels like there's cloves in there. Confuses oh me. Oh my god. I mean? Well, you're in the bath, people start putting flannels Who in. Who put, what, is that what Marsha and your lackeys do? Some of the lackeys will come Flannels along. are technically clothes. <laughs> technically, that's clothes for a, a, a tiny, tiny ghost. ghost. <laughs> wow, I do And it's uh, a weird thing to say. Call, call it that. I also think there is a song called Men's Needs, so whenever someone approaches the book in WH Smith's, other bookshops are available, that song can play. Jack from Wigan. Well, it's oh, all I right, have Jack. to go, oh, well, I'm, like I'm looking for men's well. needs. I'm looking for men's needs. Well, look down your trousers, darling, because that's the root of it all. Here is a message from Scarlett. I think you should call your book Russell Brand what you didn't read in the papers. Not as amusing as my bookie book, but hopefully the publishers might be more keen on it. If you do come, Doctor Who, can I please be your assistant, or at least on the rotor, actual love and virtual hugs. Lovely old Scarlett. Yes to everything you've ever said, Scarlett. Yes, 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 yes. If you yeah. were Doctor Who, well, you could have an assistant that was like a Dalek who'd turn good. Oh, I'd love that. I've turned him to the other side. Hey, Russell. <laughs> what do we want to do now? Go out and have a boogie. Do you want to touch me? Do you want to? Go on then, do it then. That's just Jimmy yeah. Savile, but a bit more irate. <laughs> okay, have a bogey. Why don't you accept this punch with good grace? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what happened when I was walking off stage? There's some, uh, like, first aid people come bowling along. They had a stretch with them. There was with two girls. One of the girls had previously fainted while I was on stage. 
because I'm so sexy. <laughs> what? <laughs> she'd fainted. The, the first she was person, nauseous. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what it was. Or she tried to commit suicide. I can't remember what it was. And like, they goes, oh, this girl fainted like while you was on the stage and everything. I went, oh, did you? And she goes, will you sign my T-shirt? What, the girl who fainted? Yeah, fainted. Asked you to sign her T-shirt? Fainty said that, yes, I signed it. So she faints looking at you from a distance, and then when she actually asks you, oh, can you sign this? Yeah, I know, actually. The closer I get to her, the less she cares about me. It was a ruse. I should marry her. She would be utterly indifferent. Well, there was a stretcher there, Matt, otherwise I'd have agreed with your ruse verdict. Right, right, but it seems... Yeah, but the stretcher bearers were fooled. What do you mean the stretcher bearers were fooled? Wake up, you're so naive. They've got nouse, mate. They've got a lot of nouse. You don't let someone bear a stretcher that ain't got no nouse. Put that down! Russell, are you at the side of the stage? I'm at the side of the stage. Wow, this works. How is it? It's good, you know. Right, there's been a bit of a delay. The Foo Fighters are up to something. I don't know what they're doing, but there's been a delay. So I've got four minutes, right, just to stand around here, side of the stage. I'm just drifting about. I just see Miranda Richardson, you know, Queen out of Blackadder the Second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've just had a talk so to her. Has she got red hair in real life, or? Sort of red, yeah. And she's got a really nice face. She was nice to me. And it made me feel better about having my migraine. I told her about the migraine as well. I'm going around telling her, listen, Matthew, it's the only conversation starter I've got. Did you see the Pussycat Dolls again? I ain't seen the Pussycat Dolls. Apparently they've uh, been taken out by an armed guard because people heard the link that we did talk about. <laughs> they were taken out by some real heavy brutes. So, yeah, I've got a good link to do in a minute, right? Get, um, right Live Earth in Germany is just ending. I think Shakira's playing there now. And, you know, there's that text message thing. You've got a text... Uh, that pledge, yeah, you've got to text the pledge to 82004. You've got to text that pledge in. Right, they got 44,000 pledges, so we've got to beat them, haven't we? Oh, no. we're, we're at Wembley. But how many have we got? Maybe we already are beating them. We've got nine pledges. <laughs> it's only been nine bloody pledges. So that's not, not enough pledges to get us through the night. So I go through that many pledges every half hour. What? Russell, what this can you mate. see of the, what's going on Hold with on. the Foo Fighters? What's happening? I'm going to go right over near the Foo Fighters. Get pot. Hold on. All right, let's have a look. Right, I can see a Foo Fighter. He's crying. He's going, he going, I don't like being in the Foo Fighters no more. Oh, He's no. got tears streaming down his face. He's trying to kiss men. It's out of control. Do you think you could be of assistance? I think what I'm going to do is I'll just go over there and say, guys, I know a little track called When I'm 64. <laughs> I think we're about to blow the roof off, Wembley. Get ready, guys. Your career's about to get a little bit more sexy. And then, uh, you know, perhaps I'll suggest that to them. So what, they're not going to come on and you're going to have to throw to Shakira in Germany? Now, Shakira from Germany, we're having a little butcher's uh, now. Oh, oh what's right. going to happen, mate, is uh, they're nearly ready. I can see the foo-foo fighters. Oh. Foo-foo, foo-foo. That's what I'll say to them, which keeps them cheerful. People look at me then just like it's a bit mental. It's weird because I can see out, right, into Wembley. I can see a sea of people. I can see the foo fighters getting all prepared. You can feel all the tension as people prepare themselves. And then there's just me standing here talking to you and our glorious listeners. It's probably going to be about, excuse me, two minutes before I have to go on stage. And there are no more emails, Matthew. Um, yeah, there's loads here. Go on, actually. read one out. Hey, I like it when you Matt. do an email. Yeah, you, I did a link when you were. Uh, Get lost. Yeah, it was, was it any good? Go. Brilliant, actually. Hello, I'm Matt. Matt Russell's not here now. He's at the side of the stage. I did say side of the stage. That's, yeah. That's yeah. the only thing. Right, let's have a look at this. Hey, Russell, Matt, and Mr. G. Matt, Mr. G, and Russell, I think now. <laughs> <laughs> look at Matt driving the Russell's link. Russell's in Hawaii or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think the bookie work should be called Hairspray. It's a way of life. Or Russell Brand. This is not a kiss and tell. Yeah. Mm. Live Earth is great. I loved Snow Patrol just now because we played Snow Patrol. Did yeah. we? 
Yeah, so Hairspray, A Way of Life. I mean, it's OK. I just don't think any of these names are as good as Bookie Wook, mate. Also, Hairspray, It's A Way of Life is a bit against the message of today. I suppose so. I can see Edith Bowman. Shall I just go out and lunge at her? Get her. Go and get her. Right, she's not doing nothing, is she? Here, Edith, all right. Are you on telly? Are you doing telly now? Oh, Edith's doing telly. People are, like, trying to talk to her <laughs> in a grown-up way. Someone's trying to drag me onto the stage. Go oh, I'm just doing my radio show for Radio Hi. 2. Say hello. Hi, Ira. So how are you? You did a great job tonight. Thank you. I've got a migraine. No one knows about it. I'm just suffering in Spinal Tap, we're really, uh, they're really glad to have you in their ears, actually. They could hear me in their ears? How? See you later, Edith. Edith's going to be on telly now. <laughs> she didn't care about your migraine, did she? She didn't, did she? That's what I mean, Matt. That's what I'm getting everywhere. Listeners, you are the only people that care about I'm my bloody earth. migraine. What were you doing in Spinal Tap's ears? Well, I, I just slivered in there, laid most of my eggs, to tell you the <laughs> truth. They're going to be having some lovely little visitors in about nine monthy poos. Glorious little fellas. They were good, actually, Spinal Tap, weren't they? I really liked him, mate. Funny, yeah. they've aged a bit. Of course they've aged. That's the relentless march of time, mate. You can't stop that happening. Not with any of your bonkers science or your witchcraft or your superstition. Right, I'm marching now right towards the stage. Perhaps, Rob, why don't you see if you can keep it going right up to the point where I get it? Because now that I'm being really rushed by like, a stage manager, I'm walking out in front of people. I'm near the crash barrier bit. Do I think you're talking to yourself? There's people jostling. I can see jostlers. Right now, the stage manager's holding out an open palm, which either means stop or I do not have a weapon. I'm going to assume he's telling me he's unarmed and go right through his nut bag. Hold on, he's giving me a microphone on a cable. Right, thank you. This, this means is thrilling stuff. Hold on, I'm about, to, I'm about to go onto the stage. I should probably take these things out of my ear holes. Matthew, do you reckon you can keep it going for a few seconds while yeah. I walk on the stage? Right, here we well, go. I we can't see you on the screen. It's going to be a direct little crossover now. I'm going to stop speaking here. I'm going to wander straight out onto the old stagey poos at Wembley. OK. Oh, this migraine's killing me, man. Yeah, you're not going on about it. it much, actually. No, I'd hardly ever mention it. Oh, look. Hold Get on. out there. I'm going to be on the stage in eight seconds. It's mental. Right, here we go. Five seconds. Shakira's wrapping up. Right, here I go. Just Get ready to listen to me on the stage. Here we go. Here he goes. Russell Brand. Wow. Hello, everyone. <laughs> There he is again. That was good, wasn't it, Shakira? I've got vital information. Here it is. I got a migraine. Right, that live earth in Germany, <laughs> that's wrapping up now. And you know that pledge thing I keep going on about, you know, where you have to text 82004? In Germany, they got 44,000 commitments. Now, we know that the spirit of live earth is not about competition, but we are at Wembley, and it is Germany. So text some pledges now, and we shall show them that we always triumph at Wembley. I'm back in the studio now with my main man, Matty Morgan, Mr G, the poet. That was good, wasn't it, when I done that? Yeah, it was clever. It'd be good if people was watching telly as well, with the sound down, listening to our radio show, because then they'd see, they'd hear that, I'm going to get up there, I'm going to get up there, and then they'd see that moment. So try doing that. Also, do it with your trousers down, just for the kick. This is from the Gina. Hi, Russell. I think you should call your book Ear. Have a little read of this and tell what's-his-name MySpace is not just for kids. Well, there you are, what's-his-face. Hope you've got that down your little neck. What's-his-face? Yeah, you I've doing done your own, own link. links. I've done my own link earlier. You'll be telling people about it. You'll be going about that forever, won't you? Oh, I remember when I've done my own link, boy. Hardest <laughs> oh, game in the world is doing your own links. Oh, blimey. I forged it out of sweat and tears, that link. Oh, I spat apple during that, but that's just the price you pay. So, um... 
This is from Rebecca Smiles. That's just that's a statement. Hey, Matt G, Mikey and Russ, just a few ideas for Russell's book title. Who's last in that list? High on love. Oh, you cheeky. Wow, I didn't even notice anymore. That's how beautiful my ego is. I must be transcending into a better place. <laughs> I must be the new Jesus out there caring about the old carbonites. <laughs> Don't have no more carbonites for your dinner, no matter what you do. Shame we couldn't do that. This was one of the links we couldn't do because there wasn't time. Right, I was going to go, uh, uh, get your loft insulated and you will save four million tonnes of carbon, enough to fill this stadium. Although that would be a really rubbish gig. That's funny, isn't it? Yes. Also, insulate the walls and ceiling in your house because then no, you could... No, it was still about the loft. Oh, yeah, insulate your loft, because then you could keep a member of your family up there and no-one would know they was there. And, and also the insulation would soak up their wee-wee and if they tried to headbutt the wall for attention or to try and knock themselves out, they would remain conscious throughout their ordeal. Getting any of this, Nan, or something like that. Watch out, Nan, this means you. Quite brilliant, but I'm well, you've ruined it there. thinking about it. I'm glad it didn't have to happen. <laughs> Here's just a few ideas for Russell's book title. High on life, not bad. Matt and me, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Matt, I want, I want Matt to Matt call his biography. Matt's biography's got to be called uh, Where's Matt? Because that's one of my things I'm always saying. And if you don't call it it... Well, hang on, that's a bit egotistical of you. Yes, it my is. My biography yep. is called Where's Matt from your perspective. Exactly. Your Where's Matt? I am Solop's lipstick. <laughs> if you don't like it, mate, you can get Solop's eyeshadowed. Lipstick, a powder and paint. Lipstick. I really like that song, and I don't know why we never hear it anymore. That's why I'm going to sing it. Lipstick, powder and paint. Lipstick, powder and paint. Is you is or is you ain't? Lipstick. I like the bit where he goes, is you is or is you ain't. That's brilliant. Uh oh, yeah. someone's trying oh, to sneak God, in. The door's open. No. Oh, it's just to bring food this time. It's all right. It's only food. It's Debbie who's leads me to the stage. Thank you, Debbie. Some lovely, delicious dinner to stave off the migrant. Uh, Matt and me, <coughs> this charming man, uh, maybe, each new day, why would I call it that? I hope you like it. That's from Rebecca. Thank you, Mr G, for taking this plate of dinner off of me. Surely that red light outside means don't come in. Yeah, well, not, not, not to people like Debbie. They see a red light, they think, oh, hello, there's some fun. <laughs> Roxane! <laughs> you don't even have to do it. Why would you keep doing it for then? Anaya. Oh, there, this is this woman in the audience I see sometimes. Hello, Russell. I've told you before you should call your book I Believe This Is Verbatim. That's not bad, but it's because it's something I say, but I only say that in mm. one show, so only a tiny number of people know that. If, of course, you fail to get your way with Bookie Book, which is brilliant, how about it? You ain't got migraine. Men are such babies when they're ill. <gasps> it is. I had blindness. I had all the symptoms going you down. You have got migraine. I definitely have. I wouldn't Sex make fussed about it. Yeah. Damn her. This is from Lex. Oh no, Alex, because Lex, that'll be Superman's arch enemy and we'd have to really wise up if he gets involved because he hates the environment guy. <laughs> Russell says, Alex, how many of the pussycat dolls are you going to try and get hold of tonight? You could let Matt have the ropey looking one who looks about 50. There isn't a ropey looking one and Matt's good at chatting up birds. You want to watch out for him. He always says, don't mention it on the radio though. Tells me the filthiest stories. Mr and Mrs Morgan, talking. I hope you're listening because your son is a shameful disgrace to the Morgan <laughs> clan. Bob and Sue Morgan. Shut up, that lad is a disgrace. It's him. Before I met Matt, I used to occasionally have the odd joint. Within six months, <laughs> I was a heroin addict and I only knew how to address women if they were prostitutes. <laughs> That's what that boy had done to me. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm not going to try and have it off with the pussycat dolls. They're good enough to try and make them a wife, aren't they, if you met a pussycat doll? No. What? No? Well, you've got to get a wife one day, Matt. What are we going to do? How are we well, ever going to get babies? But that's me and not, you trying like to grow them a, credible a artist, bit of tinfoil. What, the pussycat? Who are we going to marry, then? I'm away. I'll sort myself out. <laughs>
You're the one with the problem. I ain't got a problem, mate. I'm enjoying life. I'm enjoying it. I'm out there at Wimbledon. I'm having the time of my life out there. It's Wimbledon. Screeching Eddie. Hello, Russell, says Dave from Maidstone. Call the book Branded for Life. Dave, we have told you. No puns. Come on, Dave. Yeah, look, it looks better now that it's getting dark. It does look better now it's getting dark and I'm not on there, staggering about with an headache. Dave Grohl goes fit, doesn't he? Bloody hell, he's fit as a fiddle. Why aren't that guitar plugged in? Because it's on a radio. Oh, you don't have to plug him in no more? No, unlike you, if you... I did a mic, though, with a lead. And he did it with a lead. Well, it'll just be a radio mic with a lead seller taped on. Fine! <laughs> as long as there's a lead, because I can swish it about like Morrissey does. And if there's no lead, there's no rustle. Get it? Right? OK? <laughs> I don't think the Twin Towers should have been knocked down. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> Bobby Moore, up yours! God, this, I don't know if it is a migraine or some sort of episode. <laughs> you think I might be having an episode? I think you are. <laughs> it's good, isn't I it? I think that stretcher was for you. I'm getting right to the source of that stretcher. Who <laughs> was the comfiest, warmest friend <laughs> I've ever had. He's been like a brother to me. This is from James. All right, Matt, listen, if I get another email <laughs> that doesn't say, Russell Brand, Comedy Award winner, 2007, time out coming of the year, shaggery, and listing all my accolades. All right, Matt, Russell, G, and whoever, I've been, for some reason, flicking on and off this concert for, and I can't remember what for. I'm ashamed to say, Save I wasn't power. looking at who was playing. I heard a tune and thought I quite liked that. It was James Blunt. I nearly vomited. James, don't have a go at James Blunt, cause he's all right, and he... You've you know, seen just... him knocking about today? Yeah, he's a bit like that. He talks like this a bit. Hey, hello. I'm right there. So, like, no, he doesn't. He does a bit. He talks a bit like, hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> 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 he talks like that. He talks like, yeah. He goes, hey, I've got to go on after Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks in noises. Don't ever go James Blunt and then you say that he talks like I that. like James Blunt, mate. I'm standing right up for him. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Blunt, Jamie Blunt, where are we going to go with that rhyming scheme? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, no, I like him. This is from Michael from Rugby. Is that again, or is there lots of people from Rugby getting in touch? Hello, fellas, well done. Fellas, now, I've just been grouped in with you lot. Bunch of lads, you unaward winning folks. What have you written on your hand? The text number. Text 82004 and text that pledge, if you like, because it's good. Seven it's point like a pledge. robot. Yeah, what, me? I'm like a yeah. robot. As soon as I see that, I say a thing. Yeah. Yeah, you should see what happens when I see my own pants. Crying, crying, I crying. cry when I see those disgusting hey, things. Hey, them pants are sexy and ironic. Hello, fellas. Well done on making this unbearable concert um, bearable, says Why well, is it unbearable? It's quite good, isn't it, the concert? Look it's at Dave Brown now, running around. Brilliant. Spinal Tap earlier, Metallica. Metallica. Lovely. Just thought we'd be interested to know that whilst filming Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Gary Oldman was doing impressions of old Russ between takes... Hmm. Most likely because he plays Sirius Black, who's a bit of a long-eared rebel without a cause. I've got a cause. It's the Reg Revolution and the Resolution. The Resolution. You've all got to register, otherwise we won't know who's most smash, smash what. He done impressions of me, Gary Oldman. That's good news, isn't it? No, he might have been scathing. They won't have been scathing if I know old Gary Oldman. They'd have been affectionate, <laughs> affectionate ones. Most likely to be going, oh, hello, I'm ever so got such talents. Something oh, like I that. I saw um, John Coleshaw earlier. Coleshaw? Yeah, he did an impression of you, do you remember? Yeah, I do remember. He actually. walked up, saw you, and I saw him sort of do that thing where you go, oh, oh hello. Well, he's got embarrassed and diverted himself. And off, yeah, because I reckon he thought, oh, no. I'm going to get Look Coleshaw. I will prize his buttocks apart, and I will give shout. that man hell. I will shout into him. Good. I'm going to fill Coleshaw with the echoes of my own mind. I'm I'm going to use Coleshaw as a megaphone. I didn't mind him doing that impression. I like it when they do impressions. Jonathan really? Ross has done one. Means you've arrived. Yeah, Lee Francis done one. Phil Cornwell done one. 
Patrick. Phil, like bad people. Phil Cornwell, Cornwell. he's really good. He's out. Yeah, no, 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 he's good. Mm. Here, what about Phil what? Collins? What about him? He swore. Phil Collins swore? What he said for? the F word or something. Actually, well, I'm just eating my dinner now. What has he got to swear about? It's uh, the lyrics to a song. I can't remember which one, but... He just... I can feel it coming in the bloody air. <laughs> oh, F this. <laughs> what is he swearing for? I don't know, he just went mad. Come on, Phil, get a quick Don't eat your dinner on the radio. You can sometimes make special occasions when you've got a migraine or you've gone <laughs> mad. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> delicious. I'm glad this has been captured. Because tomorrow it goes, Russell Brand's dead now. <laughs> People go, yeah, it's predictable. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got any, any more electronic mailboxes? Yes. Um, oh, oh, Matthew, now Matt's done a link. He thinks he's bloody Ken Bruce. Who <laughs> can do the old lot? Go on, have these then. All right, go on. Oh, hang on, there's some new ones coming in the door. Look at new that. Ones in the door. Right, it's Nick chaotic here. Yeah. Mainly because you're eating your dinner. Russell, Matt, and G, about time. Matt's book could be called Matt Morgan, Me and Kitchen Towels. Keep up the great work from Andy J. He will never write a book because he's too ashamed will, of everything he's ever done. No. What? You're always ashamed of things. Don't put that in your book. I'm yeah, going to because... get a lawyer to read that book. All <laughs> <laughs> you ever say to me because you're embarrassed about your. Oh, no. No, I'm not. Dinner, right the... near my willy. What? I just got some dinner on my finger. Oh, good. And I wiped it near my willy. Now I've got to go out on stage at I Wembley. The pussycat dolls spit at you. <laughs> I do as well, mate. <laughs> That's the best thing they could do. I'll just lay prostate, get all pussycat spat on. Hang on, I haven't even had a go at you for that jacket yet. What? It's a nice jacket. Gold bits around the side. What do you want? Jam on it. You look like a pack of fags. I do not look like a pack of fags. What like brand? JPS. JPS. JPS? They don't even exist no more, Granddad. This is a lovely letter <laughs> from Sarah. Hello, Russell Matt and G. I think you should call your book The Art of Trashiness, which, of course, ref references... References... <laughs> the great book... <laughs> Shaggy! Scooby-Doo was a gutless coward. Why are we admiring him for? It, it closely mirrors the title of Dal Dalai Lama's book, The Art of Happiness. You could have a picture of you on the cover reading the Dalai Lama's book upside down. Quite a good scheme. You should work in advertising, Sarah or Sarah. P.S. Use lavender oil for your headache. Not headache, but migraine. The grisly nuclear a cousin of the headache. Here's another little letter. It's from a person claiming to be called Charlie Mowgli and Flares. Oh, that's someone from the, the lovely fan site. Do have a look at the fan site, Russell Brand Forum. No, Russell Brand fan site. Com. Have a look at that, and then have a look at the forum. There's all people on there now. Hello, I know you're listening. I know you're frantically typing there. This is uh, a lovely letter from Charlie. Hope your migraine is going. You've been really good on Live Earth so far. I'm watching over the internet and listening to your radio show. <clears throat> I think your new book should be called Dickensian Elegance and My Bookie Wook. That way you can still call it Bookie Wook, but you will also satisfy all the squares who wish your books have a more formal name. I ain't got no Dickensian Elegance really though, have I? Who's that? Who's that? Someone baby in headphones. Oh, that'll be Dave Grohl's baby that was just flashed up if you're watching the uh, coverage on the internet. Uh, here's another letter, right? It's from someone called Kate. She says, Call the book Recalcitrant Swine or Meretricious Nonsense, something which utilises the flamboyance and creativity Usually expressed in your new, unique sauce machine. I was eating dinner when I was standing up. You were sauce machine. Da 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 da. You just done some dead air. Um, you done a dead air. Oh, Al Gore's gonna come in here. You're dead. <laughs> okay, guys. Al Gore, what's he doing strutting around? Can't even be president. Then starts telling us what to do. What do you make of all that? He can't be a proper president. No, I like Al Gore. Do I? Is he nice? Um, well, he's certainly it? helping the environment. It's a good thing that he's doing. Did you watch his film? You didn't, did you? 
Nah, I've watched uh, Jackass 2, <laughs> even though the lads from Jackass really upset me when they came on our television programme once. Well, not all of them, they were all laughing, but Johnny Knoxville was, yeah, like, he was a bit upsetting, he's a dark wasn't he? character, isn't he, really? He was a little bit, but I hope he finds happiness. You should call the book, Russell, blah, 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 oh yeah, plus it'd force idiots to get out a bloody dictionary, continues this woman, if I called it something complex like that, instead of buying books by Jordan and Jamie Oliver, both who are very nice people. That's Kate in Hampshire. Mm, might confuse people if there's a lot of syllables in a book title, mightn't it, Matt? Um, yeah, but I think that if you want to make money out of your book, you do sort of have to stand shoulder to shoulder with jo Jordan and Jamie Oliver. Do I? Oh, yeah. Shoulder to shoulder with them. He can cook dinner on one side and I'll look down her cleavage. Hey, what a line-up. Lovely bit of fun. Come on. Eat your dinner. <laughs> Lovely. OK, well, so, um, what? we've got, um, I think, a Sabian queued up. Why? Are we going to play Club Foot that they done earlier? Because yeah. Sabian were probably the first band today that really got um, things going. Got the yeah, air. They got they kicked it off, didn't they? They done well. I like that lad Tom, who's the lead singer out of here. I know him a little bit. He's got a lot of, you know, energy and surge. Of course. Why do you keep saying people have got a lot of energy. Why? Sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> got a lot, like a, a lot of energy. Plus, you got a lot of energy. A lot of energy. Also, the state of this bathroom floor. <laughs> energy all over the bloody place. I had to clear it up. Best thing to do, just pour salt straight on it. Or some <laughs> red wine or white wine, pending on the colour. Best thing to do, lift the stains, don't you know? And, sir, they listen to our podcasts on their tours. I know, yeah. They do, don't Good, they? isn't it? Nice that that, that happens. So, uh, I actually, actually had to wee in a bottle just then, didn't I? Did you finish it? Yeah, I've done the lid up. It's all there, all nice. No, just, the toilet's not that far away. It's quite you, far. I would never get off back in time for this that, I do a little bit because I tell you why, because bodily functions, I feel like they've kind of got a mastery over us. Like, you know, oh, we've got to go for a wee now. And I think, no way. I'll just wee in a bottle in a studio. There. With a load of people there who mm. don't know what to do and where to look. No one seemed that, to mind that much. The other thing I, don't, I like doing is if you get some uh, some tea and it's too hot, I like putting cold water in it because it makes me think, there, too hot, were you? We'll see about that. You're a scientist of sorts. In a way, I am. Alchemist. I've, I'm an alchemist and I baffle facts. I'm a fact baffler, baby. You're a man who wees in bottles and you yeah. always will be. and I baffle facts. <laughs> I'm a bottle-weeing fact baffler. Mikey, are you trying to take me off on a little journey? Off What's he goes. Why are you scared of talking all of a sudden? Oh, What's maybe he doing? You're, you're, he's touching your mic pack. I don't My think backpack's he's... come out. Why have I even got a backpack? I don't mic know what pack. Oh, what for that? I've got an earpiece. I've got an earpiece I'm supposed to have one on stage. I don't put it in. It's, an, it's a drag. Are you getting, have you got get off. from the gallery, like, director talking yeah, to you? Yeah, I've got director in there, but it's really awful, like, sort of quality. You can hear, like, <laughs> <laughs> get off, please! That like man's got, <laughs> no, got a condition. No, it's not someone with a condition. It is. He I would never do that. Russell, get off there, please! Please, it's only a minute, get for Russell, will ya? It's like that, it's horrible. I'd rather just someone just poked me with a stick and I'll walk off when it's convenient. So we've got to go and do a link now. Right, I've got to go and walk to the stage and do a bit of live stuff. Let's do that thing again where I talk all the way up to the stage. Now, I understand Matt did the worst link in his brief career in well, broadcasting. all what I happened? said was, Russell's busy, nothing else matters. Russell's busy, nothing else matters. undermine my confidence in it. Oh, you're brilliant. Don't you know that yet, you silly sod? Thank you. So, like, well, what's funny, though... Is so what's like... funny, though, about this is... <laughs> Don't get all cocky now. What's really good is that he goes, so, like, Russell's busy, nothing else matters. Like, you can't cope <laughs> when I'm busy. <laughs> nothing else matters anymore. Not the sun in the sky. Not the lips on a golden child. Why would you care about the lips of a golden child? Whoa, you what was the golden child? That was, like, Eddie Murphy Brilliant, film, that Eddie it? Murphy film. I really like that. How many people have survived this test? 
None! All right, doesn't matter. So, uh, guess what happened, right? People like Mikey, that Scotch nit, I know you're not supposed to say that, other Scottish people, but I mean specifically Michael, right? He goes to me, oh, I came off stage doing that bloody link, right? And I don't know if I've mentioned I've got a migraine, and I used to be a drug addict. Come off stage, right? And uh, he go- and they goes, uh, oh, why do you want to interview Madonna for 30 seconds? I went, yeah, of course, that'd no, be brilliant. No, in 30 seconds. Oh, in 30 seconds. Oh, uh, yeah, all right, brilliant. Either way, great. You know, and like, um, I started wandering towards her. I goes, does she know? They went, no. They were just going to let me walk up to Madonna with them daft all right. Because the thing is, is you feel a bit undermined because you've got these little earphones in your ear holes right. and you've got a microphone. So I'd be going over to like a little nerd. Madonna, <laughs> can you have a chick chick, please? Right, and it's like, I'm not doing that. Go and ask her first. Then, you know, God, happily. But I don't want to be in the subordinate position of scuttling up to what's Madonna she, like she, a little nerf rat. She's surrounded by burly men and stuff. She wasn't, actually. She was just on a Todd and I was struck by her kind of, you know, she's ultimately just a woman in the world, isn't she? Right? She's and small. I, so I just, yeah, little. So I just bowled straight past her and there's this uh, choir of kids. You'll see them in a minute. Is that Terence Stamp on the telly? Uh, uh, hey, go and look, go to the BBC website, bbc.co.uk and... Slash Live Earth. Give it a roll, slash. bbc.co.uk slash Live Earth. Go and check things out. Well, can they see live streaming on there? Uh, there'll be videos. There'll be videos. Have a look. Don't miss out now, because your friends are watching them. You'll feel lonely. Right, so um, I'll just walk past her, because I didn't want to embarrass myself, while Mikey or whoever went to ask her if, I could, if she would mind Did doing Did they actually do that? I asked her. I think they may have done. <gasps> and there was this, like, she's being backed by this big choir of kids, right? And no, and guess what? Ter- Terence Stamp, right, who I really admire and like as an actor, you would have seen twice when you have little tantrums. One, when I was going on stage, I was going to, I was going to the stage manager. I goes, what am I throwing to? He goes, oh, I don't know. I goes, well, don't send me on there if I I don't know what I'm throwing to. Like, I mean, it goes, that's out of order. And then, the second thing, when I came off, like, when I came off, they goes, do you want to interview Madonna? I go, and I go, yeah, great. Have you asked her? And then they went, no. And I goes, well, don't send me to interview Madonna if you haven't asked her. <laughs> so Terrence Stamp will just think, I'm this bloke who goes through life going, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. That's how boring. You know, so I've made myself look bad in front of Zod. That's General Zod. One of my great heroes is Zod. I used to think about him every know, day. You made me dress up as him. You look great dressed up as General Zod in that TV. I wasn't pro- happy. No, you weren't. You hated it. We used to do this TV program on E4. Russell Brand's got issues. It was so shoddily uh, fought through when it met. And yeah. I used to, and I used to, because I didn't like doing it on my own. I wanted Matt there, so Matt had to dress up as General Zod. No, it was even more demeaning than oh, that. Yeah. General Zod's nephew. Andrew Zod or Andrew something. Andrew Zod. This is Andrew Zod, General Zod's nephew. He was very funny and he used to have to wear ladies' makeup and just stand there dressed otherwise as General Zod except for the ladies' makeup. And he used to go, I hate it. All I do all the way through that programme is I've got my, my key for my dressing room and I just hold my key thinking, this will be over soon. <laughs> this will be over soon. <laughs> Standing there dressed as General Zod in makeup. I what a twerp. It's well funny. That was the best thing about that bloody show. I don't know. We tried our hardest. We get through life. The next programme we're going to make Channel 4 in October. What's it called? Really Russell good. Brand's Ponderland. Ponderland. Get ready. Get ready for some telly, you sexy half-wits. <laughs> We're making history. So, yeah. Right, so, anyway. So, Terence Stamp's seen me acting like a proper little stuck-up twerp twice in a ten-minute period. He's probably there now. He's on that stage going, yeah, save the world and that. Come on, reduce carbon emissions. In his head, all he's thinking is, who was that obnoxious <laughs> idiot backstage? Well, then, Did um, Madonna see your tantrum? So, no, Madonna never saw it. because Madonna had earplugs in, right, and Standing uh, adjacent to this choir of kids, the choir of kids see me. They were, oh, Russell, Russell, and got excited, lovely little kids, right? Sort of probably aged between 
11 and 13 or something. Lovely, like, sort of beautiful, sort of lovely kids in school uniform. British kids. British kids, in yeah. school uniform. Right, yeah. I mean, they're going to be on the telly in a minute or on the internet, watch it on the internet, right? And, like, uh, it'll be, they're, they're backing, you know, like, they're probably, I don't know, yeah. they'll, she'll sing a song and a kid, load of kids will come in and back her. She'll right? fake a bit of crying. Exactly. Hold one of them. <laughs> Hold one. Like, it's all dead and that in her arms. <laughs> no, she won't. Then, like, uh, she, like, I was talking to them kids and getting on dead with them. Oh, that's awesome. And I was playing, mucking around with these kids, right? And, uh, Someone goes, it looked like she was wound up that you were mucking around with the kids because she sort of came over and like walked in front of me. I was going, Oh, I started talking to the kids, but she had sort of earplugs in, so she couldn't really communicate with the kids because she couldn't hear what they were saying or whatever. And I was just like looking at her. Well, so you had a sort of competition of who got on with children? Right, we had a, like, a Christmas kiddie competition, me versus Madonna, who gets on best with kids. Well, let me tell you, I have a natural rapport with children because I'm a child man myself, savantish nerd to the end. Right, and then uh, like she was doing it, I went, Oh, Madonna. Madonna, I oh, know, it's really mad because you're saying Madonna and it's Madonna. And Oscar's going, Oi, mate, mate, <laughs> I'm saying it in that voice. Madonna, Madonna, all right. Madonna, like that, and she was like, had them earplugs in, she couldn't hear her. Madonna, like that, and she goes, alright, I'm Russell. And she went, oh, hi, you know, I can't hear because I've got these earplugs in. I was alright, and just like, shook her hand, and um, she goes, oh, I have to lip read. And, 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 I, and, and I, so I said something. Like, Take your earplugs out. Yeah, like, and I sort of mimed something to her, like, uh, I can't remember what I mimed, like, goes, uh, nice to meet you, sort of just mouthed it. And she went, what? I was nice to meet you, something like that. And then, uh, and then I'd I went, I'd like to eat you. <laughs> Who is this big scary man? <laughs> Turn stamp, said the Armaniac. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming on to Madonna! Right, and then I went, you look lovely, like that, and did a sort of a flourishing she gesture. Fooled. Do you know what I thought? I thought, I'll just treat her like it's any woman, right? Like, you know, just try and chat her up. Yeah. Like, you know, in a nice... Chat her up? Just try and chat her up. Go, you look lovely, like that. And she went, oh, okay, like, and then she just sort of pressed a button on her wristwatch and this big bloke punched <laughs> me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, no, so, and then she, like, went off with them, like, like them kids. I think she's probably going to come on now, but stay with us oh, on Radio 2. Oh, this is the moment of darkness, everyone. Right, if you're sat at home now, turn off your telly, pull your pants down, do what the hell you like in this moment of darkness. Now, come on, this is a good cause, actually, and we do want to do something about the old planet, and that's part of the revolution is uh, ecologically inspired, as it's you should birth. know. There's my new salt, old Madonna. Get ready. Um, yeah, there she's about to knock out a couple of numbers. So uh, I wonder if I can chat up Madonna. Shall I try later? She's married, isn't she? Oh, I was of the understanding that, you know, well, perhaps she is, I don't know. Yeah, apparently, yeah. She looks all right, actually. She does look all right. She looks all right. She's fit as a fiddle, isn't she? I mean, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it, going out with Madonna? Imagine yeah. it. I wonder if I can go out with Madonna. I wonder if I'm allowed. I'm going to push your book sales through the roof. He's going to rock it, the old going to fill book. those ten seats at Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> They'll sell, yeah. I was like, Madonna might be there, guys. Perched on my lap. What's she doing with her hand? Oh, my God. It's really got to her. She's holding herself on the stage. I reckon that meeting with me has affected her. In a profound way. Uh, her veins are popping out of her arms. Cause Matthew, anger. hold on. Let's just remember that the same people look after my press, look after Madonna's press, and say Madonna is a brilliant uh, <laughs> artist that has transformed and kept at the uh, hub of contemporary music for ages now, and let's all respect uh, her. And the there's them children. kids I was talking about. If you're looking at uh, streaming anywhere, you'll be able to see them kids. They're just thinking, who was that? devilish cavalier <laughs> chap backstage that had the gall to try and chat up Madonna in that fashion. She looks yeah. good, actually. She does look nice. I, we've not said anything offensive about Madonna. She is brilliant, uh, isn't she? I sort of said that she might do some fake crying, that's all. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. So right. Matt would like to apologise for that. And no, I don't. No, he doesn't yeah. want to apologise. All right, fair enough. So let's have a look at some text messages. Uh, Russell Brand, vegetarian meat market. 
Not bad from uh, Adam in Stafford there. Not, as I'm assuming that that's a suggestion for the, uh, for the book title rather than what he suggests I do after the show. And here is an electro letter. It's from Kelsey. Love who buys, how it ends, but how does it begin? Russell, Matt, G, loving the show and the live earth stuff. You're doing a very good job, Russell. Thank you very much, Kelsey. I have an idea for your book. Why not call it The Sexy Space Opera Scrapbook? This idea is based on a comedy act you did with the lovely Noel Fielding at Teenage Cancer Trust, which I went to with my mate Anna, and the scrapbook you have acquired with press cuttings, all collectively packaged together in one book. Yeah, but my books are like, they're good and deep and heavy. It's not just like a scrapbook. Um, that space opera thing, that was funny at Teenage Cancer Trust. That was old Matt's idea, wasn't it? He goes, yeah. oh, throw space operas around there, right? Some round. It's funny, actually. True faces on them as well. You did actually. You did a good bit of art there. Just you used your talent quite brilliantly. Daryl Mitchell Hill says, "Ori, Russell, Matt, and G. Just a quick hello to you all, and a note to say how great Live Earth has been so far. Can you get Mr. G to get the word Geordie into his poem? Because I am a Geordie, and I would love it if he could. You've not been writing any notes. Are you writing a poem? I've already got a poem about Live Earth. You lay about." Get the word Geordie in it. I'm helping Matt with his links. <laughs> I've heard Matt's links. They could be done by a couple of rats being jabbed with pins. Genesis! I think you'd struggle to get them to say Genesis. I don't think so, because you could get seven mice and get one to go J and one to go eh and one to go no and one to go uh and one to go s and then that would probably sound almost the same. And an infinite mon number of monkeys with a typewriter would one day say Genesis. So there we are, it's been proven time after time after time. To the makers of Microleaf, look what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> I took a bunch of microleaves. Pink ones, yellow ones. Pink ones, yellow ones, blue ones. I even ate the cardboard packet. <laughs> and now I'm microlicious inside my brain. Yeah, other microleaf things are available. Those school kids. Yeah, if what you about were them? one of the school kids, even if you were at Wembley with yeah. Madonna, when yeah. you still think, I'm wearing my uniform Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Bloody hell, what have I got to wear my uniform for? You wear your uniform down shops, you do. Got it. I saw you on Saturday, you had your school shoes. No, on. never. I never. No, never my school shoes. I've been to a funeral. <laughs> Don't try and get out of it. There's no exemptions. If you're wearing your school shoes at a funeral, you've got literally no style. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have. I'm not bothered. Who cares? Right. So, anyway. So, uh, get the word Geordie into your poem. Gee, you ain't picked up a crown or nothing. Are you just going to do a pre-written poem? Yeah. Because you're under... Oh, he's strong, isn't Take he? Take his I backstage like pass off him. <laughs> Gee, hand over your pass and your quill. <laughs> You're the poet laureate of the youth of this country. You've got a responsibility. As for all biography titles, continues Daryl Mitchell Hill, do you really need to change it? If you do, then why not Russell Brand, the origin of the new revolution? Like it. Pompous. Dig it, man. Dig it. Bookie Wook's still my favourite. If someone had written in and gone, why not call it my Bookie Wook, right, and I'd not thought of it, I would go, that's well funny. Because yeah. it's just like, especially if the photo on the front is dead serious, because it's just like, I mean, me, all looking serious, right, like I'm a hero looking off into the distance, yeah, in black and white, like, God damn it, I've lived a hell of a life. <laughs> and then it? underneath it, it's called My Bookie Work. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? It's daft. Just have something really incongruous. Like what, tough huh? as nails. Or tough as nails. <laughs> yeah. England's most violent gangs <laughs> unearthed by Russell Brands. Yeah, what about that programme? Well, it's on the telly, so you probably are allowed to say it, and I think it means it in a literal way. Hard Bastards. It's <laughs> a programme called... Oh, God, he said oh, no. the B word. No, Bastards is out of the dictionary, so you're allowed to say it. I don't think it's a bad word. No, it's not. not saying it in a pejorative or derogatory way. Uh, okay, sorry anyway, but it is just language, so but don't be offended by that. Sorry 
Sorry for having a language. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is from Poppy. She goes, uh, she's off of the uh, russellbrandfansite.com. Hello, Russell, award-winning comedian, vegetarian shagger of the year, Matt and G. Well done, Poppy. Your show is very confusing tonight, and I can't wait for the podcast. How dare you? It's brilliant. I hope your migraine gets better. I don't. I like living in here. It's mad. <laughs> your bookie work should be called Russell Brand Gray's Genius. That's weird, though, because uh, that only is alliterative when written down. I love your show. Please, can you say hello to Helena Morgan, who's feeling a bit down now and needs a cuddle? Uh, yes, Helena, cheer up, love. Uh, you've got a very daft surname. It was enough to drag anyone down. Rosie, a.k.a. Mogul, and everyone else on the forum. Everyone on that forum, hello. Thank you for your continued support and love. I appreciate it enormously. You all right, Matthew? You watching yeah. the telly? I Have you done the guitar? My daughter's playing the guitar. Why? Right, she's right. up to now. I reckon I've inspired her. I reckon she thinks, ever since I've met that fella, I just want to rock out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, here... Is New Wembley any worth Matt G... What? Is New Wembley any worth Matt G and old Russ? Can you understand that, Matthew? I don't get it. Is, that's the end. Of is a text New message Wembley is worth not in order? Worth... Let's have a look. All right, you see if you can understand it. It's baffled me, that text message has. I don't want to sound too old-fashioned, but... Is Wembley any worth? Mind. It just means, is New Wembley any good? Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. I mean, we're just stood in a car park, essentially, but it seems to be relatively pleasant. But it's weird. When you're in there, it doesn't... When you're stood... Like I stood on the stage for a bit. Yeah. You think, oh, it's not that big, because it's sort of a round... It's weird, isn't it? You're yes, like a squashed yes. ball. It thing. is like a squashed ball, but wh when and do then you... when you see someone walking at the back... Then you like, realise, my God, look at the magnitude, that person looks like an ant. But then yeah. you realise that there is an ant crawling across your eyeball, and it's only your only friend in the world. It's that little <laughs> ant. And you're not over that, Wembley. <laughs> you've not even been to Wembley. You're sat at home, crunching up microleaves <laughs> in your cereal, <laughs> eating great spoonfuls of the stuff, <laughs> grinning inanely, making your cat wear a bridal gown. That's what you realise, baby. You can text us if you want, 88291. I didn't realise that was going on. You can email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. We're finishing a little late tonight. We're going on to 11, ain't we, Matt? That's Why are there no time. news? That's normal time. Oh, yeah, we started an hour earlier. Why are there no news? But there's Nothing's happened. No, nothing's quite clear. It's, we're just all going on here, so we, we don't need no news. the biggest news story ever. This is the news. Well, let me tell you. All right, then, that means I'm in charge of the news. Things is looking good. I've got a nice pair of trousers. I'm going to go out with Madonna. That's the end of the news. If you went out with Madonna, yeah. would you, what would, I mean, how would you talk to her? I'd go, all right, love. What's, what's going on? That would last about two minutes. What? She wouldn't like that? Of course she would. No, she'd like that because of Guy Ritchie, obviously. Oh, He's yeah. He's that sort of bloke, isn't he? But, yeah. I mean, you're, the, the ego, the your ego. ego's large, but yeah. hers. She can't have a bigger ego than me. I'll take her down to Chinatown it. in an ego war. Your ego would be like the moon and hers would be like the sun. No way! I'm yep. going to develop my ego. You wait till these films start coming out, then we'll show people who's got the biggest ego. What about that meeting we had in the week? Oh, go on in. We, can I say that? Yeah, say what you like, go on. We were in a meeting at Channel 4. Channel 4 meeting, talk about our new TV show, Russell Brand. Excuse me, I'm doing a link. <laughs> Here he goes, it's Linky Morgan. <laughs> I say, we were in a meeting at Channel 4. Channel 4, we were in a meeting. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Picture the on, scene. Matt. Okay, back over to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's going to sit sing a little further, okay. Picture it, Horse Ferry Road. Okay, there we were in a meeting, and uh, for some reason, Russell was compared jokingly to Chris Tarrant. Oh, yeah. And then he went, I'm nothing like Chris Tarrant. And then the person in the meeting said, uh, Yeah, go on, what did the person in the meeting say? Um, he, hang on a minute, there's too many voices in my Just ears. Just take them headphones off, they'd never help anyone. I've no, dispensed too, with, with them. Naked with them. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah, uh, yeah, so we're said, in this meeting, it's in Channel 4, someone's <laughs> compared me to Chris Tarrant. Unfairly. And uh, someone said, no, he's not like Chris Tarrant. And then someone went, well, like that. 
also jokingly. Yeah. And then Russell went, I'm nothing like Chris Tarrant. I'm in movies. <laughs> like that. And he snapped for a little moment. <laughs> and, and there was no, no one actually reacted apart from everyone's eyebrows in the whole room. went, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, silly that I say things like that. It must be because I'm insecure or something, but not that insecure because I'm super real. Woohoo! Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It that sort of seemed like bad. a joke. Do you remember I used to be like shouting, ranting, knocking things over? Oh, you were mental. Terrible business all round, wasn't it? Hey, why don't we put on a little record and then uh, have a think? about life because I think I've got I've got to just pop out at the end of this live earth say well done everyone hey if you want you can get me to uh, say a special word text us in if you want me to say something mental you think it's a school well done everyone drop to class 2C particularly you're there young Brian who had a headache and you persevered without ever mentioning it can you hear me Matthew Sorry, yes, I can. Good, jolly good. I'm at the side of the stage. I can see Madonna. She's grooving about. She's doing very well. Now, I just wanted to say hello to you all before I go out on the stage. Right, I'm going to peep. I'm, I could, if I wanted to, I could just run out behind her, couldn't I? Wouldn't that be no. bad? Imagine I know, I'm not going to do that. It'll be, it'll be berserk. I just out. Just put... Just wave out. Okay, just go, oh, hello, dear. I'm just standing I'm just standing, looking at Madonna now. So in a minute, I'm going to go and do the final closing link. I will be mentioning a bit of the old revolution at some point. But other than that, I imagine it will be relatively generic and warm closing link. Stage what, which, what famous people are on the stage, uh, you know, out of the scenes? The what, what? What famous people can you see? Watching I'm her? scanning around for the famous. Tell you the truth. It's just, I can't see no like famous people. Loads of good-looking dancers about, though. And it's weird, because I've got this thing in my ear, so it makes me look like a right, you know, twerp and everything. No, it makes you look important. That's a oh, sign yeah. of... Oh, yeah. You're involved. I might just go and start touching some buttons. I can see a board where they're running everything from. I might start interfering with it. Don't touch the buttons. I'm <laughs> You're not the only person allowed to touch buttons. OK, so remember, this is like... This Madonna is closing this show. It's coming towards an end now. Soon I'm going to have to run onto the stage. Matthew, yes. maybe you should put up the, the audio of Madonna while I make my way to the stage. Unless you think you can handle it on your own. No, I think we should let, let Madge do it. Let her take us out. Okay, well, I'm just walking now to, like, the last bit. Run on stage, revolution. <laughs> revolution now! That's it, we're sick of the government, we've had it up to here. Oh, oh, it's getting very powerful. People are standing on each other's shoulders and stuff now, that's always a good sign. And, uh, oh, crikey, Madonna's dancers, one of them just tripped over. Oh, no. Oh, that's it. One's pregnant, it's falling apart. No, that's <laughs> it. Oh, someone's just set fire to a can of airspray. I'm burning some tyres. Oh, oh, the whole message has been lost. What a perfect end to a lovely day. Remember, though, the cause that we're all trying to promote. Let's sort out our world just a little bit. Reduce our carbon emissions. Sign up to that pledge. The number's been up there all day. Hope you had an absolutely wonderful day. And if you think an incremental change of society doesn't work, prepare for a glorious revolution. We can change the world whenever we feel like it. Thanks for coming. Have a lovely time. Ta-ta. Hare Krishna. That was Foo Fighters, best of you. So I'm all finished up now. This is Russell Brand well from done. Radio 2. Did, did you think I'd done well? Yeah, it was good at the end. Done them two jobs simultaneously, didn't I? They said to me right before I went on, they goes, if you go over 30 seconds, we'll get a 50 grand fine for going over time. So I just thought, 
blimey, well, I better not drag well, out. Well, they said that to you yeah, just when we went on. Yeah, Brent Council f- charged 50 grand for, like, there's a 10 for curfew. Who's doing that? Is that my Turn agent, your Nick off, Lennon, The third of me, Matt and Nick Triumvirate in Los Angeles, who was mentioned last week in the show, sat drunkenly in a car while Matt sprawled <laughs> like a fetus on the back seat. Terrible business. So, what a lovely show it's been. Let's have a look at some of your emails. This is more potential book titles. The, door, the Diary of a Victorian Dandy, Memoirs Victorian Dandy, Musings of a Victorian Urchin, similar things to that. That's from Gabrielle from Scotland. Any others that aren't book titles? Thank you very much. Hey, Russell and Matt, loving the show. And, Russell, you're even funnier than usual when you're on microlief. Well, that's because I used to be a junkie, see? So once them drugs get into me, something comes alive. Codeine, of course, is a is an opiate-derived drug. Really? So some little part of old Russ went back to the good old days. Is Not it, good old days, bad old heroin. Is it banned in rehab, codeine? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to take that. If, like, people, rehab people knew I was knocking back the old codeine. Oh, there'd be a lot of bother. Well, don't say it on the radio, then. Right! I never... Hey, Russell and Matt, loving the show. Russell, even funnier once you're drugged up to the eyeballs on microlief. I think you should have used your time on stage to start the revolution. I've just mentioned it. You can't actually start it because people are just thinking, oh, I better catch the tube. You know, and, and I think revolution will require cataclysm and some kind of hardship. You could have got the crowd to join you in singing when I'm 64. It could have been epic. Keep up the good work, <laughs> gorgeous boy. That's love from Laura in Glasgow. Another moment of darkness. That there, would have been there? a moment of darkness as people moped around Wembley. Muttering that. Why doesn't Russell get Madonna to adopt him? Says someone anonymously. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not a bad suggestion. Did you see her on the way out? You didn't, did you? I never see her, no. She She's nicked off in off. another direction. Yeah. Right, we will not see her like him. She's, I mean, that's, you know, maybe we've took the mickey out of Madonna, but only lightheartedly. She was good, actually. Pretty like, fantastic she, live performer, isn't she? She was having a laugh. She was mucking about. Was she? Stuff. Mucking yeah, around with a digga 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 bloke. No, he was um, taken out the back. <laughs> he wasn't ever meant to be there. He just somehow staggered in. <laughs> he was meant to be at some May Day festival. <laughs> yeah, he was an extraordinary man. Hello, Russell Brand, says Amy in Bournemouth. Sexiest man in the actual universe, best dressed man, sexiest vegetarian, international movie star, etc. Because remember that bit earlier on where I asked people to uh, give me a nice and exciting title. And hello to Matt and G, too, she continues. Another member of the lovely forum here, watching the madness of Madonna on TV with them gypsy guys. What on earth is all that about? I don't know if they are. What are those fellas? They sort of, one of them looked like a sort of a Scottish drummer. Another one of them looked like some sort one of... One of them was like Spanish Willie Nelson. Spanish Willie Nelson. That's what that, that's what that act required. Um, I'm watching the TV, listening to you on the radio and reading the fan site too. Tappy, tap, tap, tap. That's, that's what they're saying. too many media. Do you think so? I'm existing across too many media. Yeah, yeah, that's odd, isn't it? You're doing a sterling job. Hope the migraine goes away before you blindly touch all the buttons and cut off the concert to the whole world. Ha ha. Actual love by the bucket load, says Amy. Now, we've been joined in the studio by Nicola, who's often mentioned, who does my makeup, and lovely Sharon, who does my, buys my clothes and often is subject to ridicule from Noel Gallagher, who thinks that, you know, that her job is essentially decorating a ponce. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola has changed lately because she's done a baby. That baby sometimes come round my house. It don't do nothing. It just sits there, childish-like. <laughs> but you like babies quite a lot, Matt, don't you? Yeah. You bought baby boots for your niece and nephew, didn't you? Boop, oh, boop, is that a surprise? Oh, they won't know anyway. They won't understand they're language. One. I don't think they're listening. Hold on a minute, baby boots! <laughs> I clearly asked for a vest! Yeah, I've always... Whenever you go into the sports shop and you see comedy little baby shoes... I love them. I know. 
makes That's me a bit weird the way I you said that. I love them. I love them so much. I'm on four a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating baby boots by the gallon. Sometimes I gnaw their little legs off just to get the baby boots. <laughs> I might go back on stage at Wembley, see if anyone can stop me and go, Hey, I'm really in a baby boots. Who's going to stop me now? Yeah, come on. And then just start dancing and that and talk about C3PO and Cocoa Pops and anything that comes into my go mind. On, then. Shall I try to be well funny, wouldn't it? I'd like, just be a man. Yeah, it'd just in be darkness. people packing up. Yeah, just people packing up, ignoring me, just thinking... I forgot to say things! I've got a, I've I've got got a message! <laughs> For Christ's sake, turn back in! I've got important news! Russell, Matt G, says Sarah. You're doing a great job. I hope you're all having fun. G's Russell, not. He's just sat there. He's, he, he's done he his own poem. He's got a pre-written poem. It's like us turning up here with pre-written gags, which we would never do. And you don't. No, we don't. We come out here and we Never. blather on. Can't you tell? <laughs> come on, that's why this show is very nearly just two men groping around in each other's brain boxes like a pair of perverts, the intellectual ones like, you know. Considering the last time I had a migraine, my vocabulary began and ended with a low guttural moan, I believe your varied accolades could, should now include a knighthood. Perhaps on the day of ceremony, Matt could plant a kiss on Russell's nose, a la the Beckhams. Much love, Sarah. What? Sarah, I like every aspect of that suggestion, but instead of nose, I'd like <laughs> to suggest the rosy pink tip of my adorable dinkle because oh. such a lovely regal pick Disgusting. it'll really lift the mood of things come on hand it over love you russell says this person is a mystery person joe haddo mm. i like the name joe haddo because it makes me think of joe shadow but who know not even giving us the s that's how shadowy they are and dark we're here and listening to you russell we listen to you every saturday night over a schooner of sherry or two no, we Schooner. don't. We're lying. Would you mind saying Simon, your curry is ready? That'll wake him up. Simon, your curry is ready. Eat your curry, Simon. Why is he eating curry this time of night? That's the perfect time to eat curry. Is it? But what about his digestive system? Simon, That's I a urge you. What? That's What's a myth, a myth about eating food late at night. It's not a myth. Yeah, because it's your body just processes the food while you're asleep. No way, man. It turns it straight into pudge. No. Yes, what? Well, yeah, definitely. Right. I was told it was a myth. Well, who tells you things? Who do you hang around with telling you things are myth? If you know that that's a myth, 88291, text us or email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. We need to know. Also, you can see photos and videos of backstage by looking at bbc.co.uk slash live earth. Have a little look at that. Right, so, Matthew, have you got any particular highlights for, from the uh, live earth day? Either yeah. Before, what? Meeting uh, some of Metallica, standing oh. next to Dave Grohl whilst watching Metallica. He was nodding. Yeah, the man from Amphrax, can't remember his name, singer from Amphrax, standing really? watching Metallica. Did you? What one was he? What did he look like? A little sort of bald bloke with a long beard. I saw him. Yeah. He's yeah. famous. Is he? Yes. Well, I brushed against him. We had a little bit of a moment, him and I. It looked like, you know when you sort of think you're going to kiss someone, but instead someone calls the authorities? It was mm. like that. I know, I witnessed it. <laughs> Hello, Russell. In your revolution, what will you do with people which have committed crimes? It depends what their crimes are. If it's crimes like drugs or something like that, they'll be getting lots of nice therapy. If they've been doing senseless crimes, attacking people, interfering with folks, well, then it's a bit of... Again, it's therapy, actually. <laughs> We're quite kindly after no, the revolution. As I said earlier, you should make criminals running big wheels to yeah. generate electricity for everyone else who hasn't broken the law. 
that's a ridiculous way to Why? treat criminals because they'll become super fit criminal mastermen. They'll break out only of... their legs. <laughs> yeah, but like that would be embarrassing for them. They'll have thin, withered upper bodies, great big powerful legs. <laughs> they'll jump out of prison and just sort of scratch at us with their like they'll have long fingernails they're like those people in Guinness Book of Records. T Rex arms. Horrible T Rex arms. Is that the sort of society you want after the revolution? Because I don't. Now, uh, yeah, I've been a bit mad, haven't I? Today, I'm starting to come down now off of the migraine and migraine. You've realised I might have been behaving unusually on this radio show. If you've been listening and you're concerned uh, about me, just don't worry about it. I feel, right. <laughs> I feel better now. Um, right, so yeah, that was Pixies. And also, this is a bit of bad news, because uh, my agent, Nick Linnin, is in here. Well, our agent, actually, Nick Linnin's in here. And uh, we, I goes, oh, I remember what, when the Pussycat Dolls went to be in the video. He goes, no, that never happened. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, seems, there seems to be some confusion, whether it was Girls Were Loud or Pussycat Dolls, or whether the whole thing was just something that people tell I think, me, because I, think I get depressed. Right when he said roly-polies. Ah, roly-polies, Les Dawson's adorable dad. Answers. Oh, Ross Abbotts, weren't they? No, he had Bella Inberg. <gasps> a... Oh, Bella. Why did you say that? You sighed as if you were all full of desire. You should have a look, right? We've got a new person reading the news today, or at least one that's new to us. Normally it's uh, Andrea Simmons, right, who we've had a complex and magnificent relationship with. Right, Matt, and because it's a new one, Matt's written her name down. And like, it's a bit of paper as if it's been written by... To help you, I've written out her twerp. name because it's difficult to pronounce. Yeah, Chandrika well, let's have a look Chirpley. what it actually says. News lady is Chandrika <laughs> Chifley. News lady! Excuse me, news lady, can you tell me what's been happening in the world, please? You silly well, sod. what you write? Well, I won't put, like, milkmaid. Yeah, news broadcast. I would put news dash Chandrika Chifley. I wouldn't put I want to make it so obvious. Because you go, oh, I've got an email here, it says news <laughs> Chandrika Chifley. <laughs> well, this is a real breakthrough. I would never have done that. I'm too sharp. Sharp as tech. Let's have a look at some lovely old emails. This is, uh, the subject of this is digga digga digga, oh, that must have been that bloke. <laughs> Dear everyone. Oh my god, he's listening. This is from Chris. That digga 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 guy from Madonna's performance is Eugene Hutz from Gogol Bordello, and he's a genius and one to watch out for. Oh right, so it turns out the digga digga guy's a genius. Digga 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 He expresses his genius, mostly, through the medium of digga 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 digga. He gets it right off his chest. Now he probably is a genius, we don't want to come across ignorant, he's probably brill. Let's not condemn no one. Here is a little old message about the revolution from Paul Smith. Great show, just wondering what you plan to do during the power vacuum left when your glorious revolution occurs. There's going to be a lot of pillaging and maybe even some bad language. Personally, I'll be straight down to Woolies to plunder the pick and mix. Well, we expect a period of lawlessness and we're quite into it. We did discuss the possibility now of me frantically scrambling back on that stage shouting and hollering, but I'm not going to do it because it's going to just make me look bad. No one the will notice it. The stage doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't That's it? That's LA, I think, or something. Oh, have you gone to well, New York or oh, Los no, Angeles? New oh, York, that's Linkin Park, I don't know where that is. Well, you said Linkin Park were in Japan earlier, That's Linkin Park, yeah, they are. That L, I read that as LA, it's LP. That's oh, right. I see, you got momentarily confused. Yeah, I won't be doing anything more frantic. I'm, I'm going to Come on, accept. be frantic again, take some more <laughs> mic relief. I don't like this new one. All right, OK, this is from James. I'm going on holiday next Saturday and I'm going to have to miss your radio show. So, do planes have radio too? Also, I can penetrate the entire plane... Uh, penetrate, eh? The entire plane to listen to your show. Help the revolution, maybe, says James. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to do that, mate, because I think if you start meddling around with buttons on an aeroplane, the people might think you're some rich 
Richard Reed style shoe bomber and sling you right off. Nick from Merseyside says, Russell, I love you, you scoundrel. Not in a gay way, not that there's anything wrong with that, but your revolution is feeble and it will never go anywhere unless yeah. Matt Morgan starts pulling his weight. Tell him to stop <laughs> trying to make love to flamingos, as he did last week when he admitted that the animal he finds most attractive of the league of various animals that he's attracted to was the flamingo. Uh, he's Unlike you what? thinking Tony the Tiger. Yeah, Tony the Tiger out of Frosties, if I get my hands no on him. No one's ever seen his legs. I don't need to see his legs, mate. I'll take him on his upper body. I think he's in really good shape. He had me at hello. He had me at great. The minute he said great, I, I knew that there was something oh, special. Frosty for legs. Mm, yeah, maybe he has. Maybe he rolls around on little misshapen frosties, <laughs> saying how great. We, do, we think about breakfast cereals too much, don't we? This is essentially. No, now. you do. You talk about Cocoa Box all the time. When asked what <laughs> animal you sleep with, you said, mm, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> or Cocoa <laughs> Monkey. <laughs> Cocoa Monkey or Tony is pretty uh, straight up choice between either of those guys. If I could get a threesome going with Tony <laughs> and Cocoa, I mean, I think Tony is probably quite passive and Cocoa's active. <laughs> I'd be in the middle of a train between those three guys really getting amongst it and that really would be great and it probably would turn the milk brown hey oh come on God. hey all on the mic what do you want from me this is russell brand on radio too if you've got a little text message text us to it because like, i've got six minutes left of radio yeah i think i'm coming up on another wave of mic relief let's have da, a da, 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 da. it's an email it's from natalie she's age 12 get to bed natalie why are you even up she's in distress i was wondering you guys if i could have your help i sent an email last week about my brother 21 years old he was sticking to gum in his armpit. He has come back from university what? for the holidays and he's got a new hobby. He's started winging cups around the house because he can't be bothered to go upstairs and use the proper toilet. It's starting to worry me. Now I'm scared to drink out of any cups around the house in case they've already been weeding. Please can you tell him what to do? He's becoming really weird. It's horrible. She's in distress. She's Natalie. She's 12. She's in Upminster in Essex. You're not going to be able to help you weed in a bottle in here. During the radio show. So Natalie, yeah, but I did the lid up after, like the red top. Oh lord <laughs> I've done the lid right up. There's no you wouldn't go nowhere there. Um, well, Natalie, to tell you the truth, I mean, yeah, it's not good, that weeing cups. I remember as a lad, I had someone stay over, and I had a pint glass by my bed, and then I went into my room, and he'd weed into that pint glass, and it, just, it was just there, all full of weed. Who was it? Was it all gummage? <laughs> That's the fella. <laughs> One, the head he had on when he went to bed, he was polite, nice as pie in the morning. <laughs> he's very aggressive sort of a guy. Yeah, well, it's just it's an unpleasant thing for someone to do when they're staying over your house. Bad, height of bad manners, really. Um, to put your brother off it, Maybe put sort of like, you know how margaritas, they put all salt around the rim, put sort of something like some hostile chemical around the rim of all glasses. Yeah, that's sensible advice. Hey! I demand that you carry that out, Natalie. <laughs> and then, uh, if your brother does weigh in there, it'll cause him all manner of problems. Dear Russell, and putting chewing gum in his armpit, that's weird as well. Why, what's the advantage? What, what does that mean? Like, because they like, will get all tangled up in the hair? It'll be awful, wouldn't it? Well, I can't think of any benefit to it. Any. Where's her brother been and he's come back from? Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> he's, gone, he's gone stark raving crackers. Dear Russell, I noticed when you had to go to the loo, Matt was left all alone to introduce the next record. It reminded me of a scene in Wayne's World when Garth was left alone stumbling his way through the next link <laughs> looking for a way out. Love the show from Mark Warman in Strood Kent. Thank you, Mark. That's a very good comparison. Oh, it's Genesis. Genesis doesn't come into Brussels and the Levy. We're absolutely ridiculous. I can do it perfectly well.
I expect one I day, wanted. probably, you'll want to do your own radio show, won't you? It'll be daft music, it'll be. And uh, you'll sit there and it'll be a proper lot of rot, I imagine, <laughs> your radio show. <laughs> probably you just sat there with some sort of puppet trying to keep get this sort of charisma <laughs> and rapport going with a sock. <laughs> Mr G, if that does happen, you're coming with me, all right? <laughs> if me and him ever get divorced. Hello, Russell and Matt. Oh, this is more help for that. Natalie, you've had enough help, love. You're getting enough, nothing from us. With the armpit thing, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's an artist. Maybe he's just inspired her brother. Sam Nadler says, My mum is a nutritional therapist, and I can assure you that digesting food at night is normal and no different from digesting at any other Thank time. Thank you. I would also like to add that Matt no, Morgan hangs around outside my school <laughs> 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 wearing a bra. I go, poop, poop, pizza. As we all leave. Well, well done, Matt. You were right about the digestive system. It is a bikini system. top, not a bra. <laughs> Fair enough. There's nothing more natural than a grown man in a bikini way. Russell and Matt, says Tanya from Liverpool. Hope you guys are having a great week. We are, as a matter of it's fact. It's the greatest week ever. I've never had a week like it before, I'll tell you that much. Anyways, I've got the reason this for this email is not to tell you that I love the show, which I do, but I've got a small guy problem. Mm. You see, I have a lot of male friends. A lot I've met through my space. Oh, no, my space. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, hello, Tanya. That's the way I'm man's heart straight through your space. Uh, some of which I've known years. Recently, three of the guys have told me that they fancy me and like to take me out. Now, I'm not sure what to do because I don't want to lose any of them as friends. I don't want to hurt their feelings or be turning down their dates. What shall I do? Please help me, says Tanya, 20 Liverpool. Go out of them each secretly. Have it offered a lot of them. See who you likes the best. That's my advice. That's Russell's way of doing things. Yep. Just do what you like. <laughs> Don't worry about no one else's but feelings except the cat. Aren't they uh, friends of hers that she doesn't want to go like that with? Just set up a network of lies. A big web of lies to trick each of them. No, she wants to go out with one of them. She don't know which one. Tanya, have a little go on each and then make a decision based on facts, not on spurious I'd make them prejudice. Do some sort of competition. Hold on, there's a contest. Right, Matt's right, Tanya. Don't have it off of them. Right, what is the contest going to be, Matthew? What should I do? Um, Drooling! Drooling yeah, on all some sort of violence. There should be some violence, right? No, no, no violence. Like they've got to write a poem and have a fight, so it's both, you know. Yeah. Like Byronic. They well, go... Maybe they just do that thing like in Eight Mile. Eight Mile. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I like Eight Mile. Ever such a lot. Yeah, because I like the Eminem. He's one of my favourites. I like that. I like the bit at the end when he undermines that other one by saying all the things that the other one would have said to cuss him. He says them in advance. Made me. That's what inspired me to get involved in the music industry. Actually, I think some of you may remember my smash it <laughs> when I'm 64. Let me I do love it. the way you take the mickey out of that now. Well, but when you first did it, <laughs> laid down a pretty good track actually. Mm. Uh, when you hear it, it's going to change your life. Yeah. So be get strong. Ready. Okay. Because because this is sometimes... <laughs> sometimes in music there's a moment, a defining moment in history. So, OK, well, we've got not very long before this newsy poos. It's time for our favourite news lady. Right, OK, well, thank you all of us for joining us for this fantastic live show. Poem. It's been a wonderful experience. G, do your poem quick before the bloody news. Pre-written poem. Quick, G, do it out of your mouth. I the news will be a bit late, but, you know, news is always happening. I want to spit lyrics that would inflict your spirit so when your ears hear it, the wax splits until the air clears it. And when your eyes veer near it, they moisturize as your tears cheer it. I want to invest in lines so when you digest them rhymes, you reminisce them and you miss them like a diss from a tribe called Quest in Prime. And unless your mind can re-request in time, the memory of Mr. G, I suggest you find out what's happening next with the rest of this poem because we got to go to the news and I can't stop the flowing. Woohoo! <laughs> 
That is Mr. G. Cheating. He never said the word Geordie. He's letting the country down. Mr. G, their poet laureate for all our show and the young and that. Okay, time for a bit of newsy poos, you squares. 88 to 91 FM. This is Radio 2 for the BBC. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand.